0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Well, another important matter, and that is the fate of the... Um, SABC, which once again looks like it's in serious uh, uh, strife here, or if uh, reports over the weekend are anything to go by, uh, it appears that uh, the public broadcaster is uh, teetering on the brink of uh, financial collapse, so much so that the broadcaster may apply for to for business rescue. According to reports in the Sunday papers, uh, the chief uh, financial officer, Yolandi Van Bilyon, has uh, told the board that the worst case scenario would see the SCBC suffer the same fate as the post office, which has now gone into provisional liquidation. In fact, the post office has entered um, business rescue, as we heard in a business bulletin a little earlier on. Well, the SCBC looks set to announce losses uh, of more than one billion billion for the financial year ended March. Let's speak to Media Monitoring Africa's director, um, William Bird. William, good morning to you and thank you so much for joining us as always here. You know, I one got a, uh, a sense that things were looking up, so to speak, for the SABC and that there was some kind of a, uh, a turnaround um, unfolding under the Board that has just ended its tenure and under the previous CEO, but it just seems as if uh, things have gotten progressively worse. Well, I think it's
1: true to say they did. There was a significant turnaround, you know, both in terms of finance, in terms of systems, in terms of good governance. You know, SABC was largely out of the news when it made when it was in the news on the other occasion over that period. It was often for. The fact that it was relying on good governance—you know, there were a number of occasions where they pushed back against those who were seeking to interfere and 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 you know alter the the the, the content of SABC News—and that was why it was in the news. It wasn't because of you know gross fraud, corruption, all of that sort of thing, which we're so used to for for almost every other kind of publicly run enterprise. Unfortunately, here again, and we predicted this last year. You know, the government left SABC without a board for six Mm. months. Mm. You can't sign contracts. You can't do all sorts of things without a board. They also then lost 40% of their audience due to uh, analog switch-off. Again, poor planning, you know, uh, underhanded mechanisms and leaving their audience behind. And they haven't changed uh, and altered the policy for around broadcasting for the last 25 years. So in that kind of context... Anything, you know, if the SABC had made, it, had made it, you know, broken even, it would have been something close to a spectacular miracle. Mm. So, mm. you know, we can't be surprised by it, but what we should be is, is angry about government for not actually doing anything about this, you know, for not for years allowing this kind of scenario to be set up and to mm. build up to the extent where now you're talking about business rescue. And it's like the only way we seem to operate is, is, is in a crisis.
0: I I mean, this is a discussion that has been going on for years now in terms of how, you know, the SABC stabilizes its finances, uh, how it generates revenue and so on. You know, the the SABC continues to um, have this uh, onerous mandate, you know, this public service Mm -hmm. mandate where not everything that they, uh, you know, not all the content that they produce or all the uh, uh, the, the the things that they're expected to deliver on in terms of their mandate are going to be profitable. And that is something that is a huge burden on them. Can Is there not a consistent, uh, some kind of a model that is more sustainable, that can be put in place uh, to finance the SABC? Because right now, I can't see how they, we avoid another bailout for the SABC.
1: Yeah, look, there should be another bailout, but it's not at the expense of the SABC. And let's be clear, the last time, it was a 3.2 billion rand loan guarantee, which is quite different to an actual bailout.
0: Process. Right. Yeah.
1: Unlike SA, um, you know, SAA and all of these other entities, Donnell repeatedly got uh, over the last over decades. Actually, that hasn't been the case with SABC. You know, you've got to also look at it in terms of it's in various entities' interests to keep the SABC in a state of crisis. We saw that during the state capture era. Yeah. Operating these kinds of entities in a state of crisis allowed you to do all sorts of things in the dark and in the cracks that Mm. people weren't looking at because they were so busy trying to deal with the sheer chaos. When you start to then bring good governance back into the picture, you've got another hard lesson to look at, which is to say we're dealing with an entity that's being expected to operate as a commercial broadcaster Mm. when all commercial broadcasters are struggling for revenue. And it's com- competing effectively with the likes of Power FM, et cetera, when its mandate is as a public broadcaster. So there's mm. something completely bizarre about that. And that that scenario was set up 20, more than 20 years ago, more than two decades, when Netflix and all of these other things just didn't exist. You know, so mm. you, you've got a, a, a an entity that is operating. in in an environment that it's just not fit for purpose, for. Mm. you know, you have to then say, well, how do we do this? And if you look at the public broadcasters around the world that are functioning and that are independent, they are largely publicly funded because they fulfil a critical role in uh, in society, like journalism broadly does. You know, it fulfils an essential role uh, for for our, for our democracy. You go to reliable, credible media. Mm to understand what's going on, for people to unpack the complexities of things. And with SABC, it has to fulfill that role. Um, And yet it's just not been given the resources and the model to to do that. So it's kind of keeps on trying to fit square pegs into round holes on a Mm. consistent basis.
0: Mm. Do you believe there's a need for a fundamental restructure? I mean, I've heard some making calls for, um, you know, a separation of the... Com- I mean, they're already, in terms of their operations, they do have a, a, dis- a separation between the commercial radio stations, for example, and the public service, uh, um, you know, stations. Um, but uh, is do would you support or rather would you think that uh, what purpose would be served by a complete privatization of some of the commercial, the bigger commercial stations uh, under the CBC umbrella? It would,
1: be a, it would be an epic disaster, you know, and again, this, having the SABC in a state of crisis allows exactly those people who are wanting to try and, you know, buy off certain assets in the belief that they can then take them and make money from it mm. in that, in that kind of scenario. And that's not the appropriate mechanism. Mm. You do have to say, how does the SABC ensure that it reaches audiences and that it doesn't get relegated to being the entity that only serves the poorest of the poor and those who have no other choice? Because at the moment, 30% of our population still rely exclusively on analog for access to television. And when you take that scenario, what you don't want is for those people to be left there that, that the SABC is seen as this thing that only serves the poor. And then it broadens that... Significant inequality that we've got. You say you want a properly resourced public broadcaster that is able to meet the needs of the the diverse is, issues and areas that other broadcasters aren't going to cover. Mm. Children's programming, for example, that stuff doesn't make money, nor should it make money, because you're talking mm. about educating and building up our most yeah. valuable uh, national asset, mm. and yet. There's no money for that because SABC has to operate. 80, more than 80% of its resources must come from mm. commercial revenue.
0: We've already had uh, um, you know, restructuring in terms of uh, um, a reduction of headcount at the SABC. They're, I think uh, some 600 people that um, were taken off the payroll, um, so to speak, uh, Um, However, this doesn't seem to have made a material difference uh, to the the financial situation at the CBC. So um, (laughs) another round of retrenchments wouldn't help in this case either.
1: Well, I mean, retrenchments always has to be a a last, last resort. And Mm. and fundamentally, I mean, we've seen media organizations across the board do this. You know, they look at their bottom line and they go, where's the one thing we can cut and make the biggest difference? Oh, we're going to cut people not realizing or, or being conscious anyway and still doing it that your resources, your people that need to produce that content and that quality program are the most precious resource you have. And if you cut them, you really are cutting off your nose to spite your face, so to speak. So, you know, those sorts of things may well happen. I mean, I don't know quite what their plan is, but certainly government needs to come to the party in a in a, in a fairly constructive and, and they should be coming you know, in a, in a most humble manner to the SABC to say sorry for the spectacular role we've helped play in, mm. in getting you into this massive mess and how can we possibly help you get get out of it without mm. having to go down the retrenchment uh, road.
0: Mm. So immediately, really, the new board uh, on the back foot uh, from the get-go.
1: Yep, I mean, we knew this was going to happen, you know, they came in, they're now operating with an acting CEO because, of course, the, there was no time for them to, to, to get on that process. They have advertised the position at least, but you know now we need new interviews. So you've got a senior position that at least there's an acting person there. But again, you need those kinds of positions to be filled with uh, you know highly skilled people, and that's going to be a tough thing. And the board then, on the back of that, and with massive pressure uh, to do certain things in the, in the lead up to 2024 elections,
0: Mm. Yeah, interesting situation. Did again, uh, once again, I'm afraid the again, public broadcaster in a difficult situation. William Bird, as always, thank you so much for your perspective. You. Yeah, William Bird is the director, at media monitoring Africa. Oh, S O S, save our S A B C. We really, like William Bird says, the vast majority of people in this country still depend on the S A B C, particularly for television services, and definitely um, for 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 radio. So. We need. We cannot afford to have the SABC collapse. It simply is not an option. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or
1: subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.